Sam and I got married, I think it was around July? Okay. July or August? So this is Sam's room and um, it's quite small. The bed is quite, it's also quite small as well. Um, but you know, it's like our own private place. And... Oh yeah, yeah. It was August because it was a bit after his birthday. Oh yeah, oh, he's outside. <laughs> See, I was like, hello. Are the wind? Yes, it's boiling. It is. He had been trying to like get me to marry him for a really long time, even before we were dating. I proposed to her very often and I'd get declined every time. I had the role model of my mom. I had to stop working when she got married uh, instead of pursuing her career. So I had this whole view of, oh, is this going to stop you from like actually like following your own path? So what he did is he got my friend to make the ring for him. So he wanted it to be special for us, you know? He wanted it to be like, not just, oh, I bought it off someone you don't even know. So I walked up to have like a wedding ring with his name on it, like they said it was made by him and she ended up accepting it. But I kept thinking about it and I was like, you know what, like... I am dating this guy. I really like this guy. Why why not? I'm going to do it. Like what do I have to lose? The reason why a lot of people get married in the game is because it gives you pets. Yeah, and you get like you can use your wedding ring to like teleport to the other person. Yeah, so, so a lot of people get married even though they're not dating. I was known as someone who marries a lot of people in Final <laughs> Fantasy. Like people had jokes about me saying like, "Oh, uh, he marries everyone in the FC." And he got married even to his brother. Whenever I tried to like proposed to anyone there would always be someone there like don't marry him he's just going to divorce you a day later <laughs> yeah but obviously this time was very special for both of us because it's just kind of like an expression of our love and like a proof that hey we are a couple and we love each other so we're going to do this the music we chose the Final Fantasy theme um, so it was like kind of like orchestra and like very like emotional and then we just walked inside the chapelle I was holding the bouquet. Both our characters are girls, so we were both wearing a wedding dress. It's a wedding dress they give you when you are going to get married. It's beautiful, like so long with the train, and the veil and all that. And we actually had people like coming over to us, be like, "Congratulations!" Like, and it was really cute. We were, like getting really excited. My name is Lala, I am 24, I am from Spain, and I am a gamer, but I also do cosplay. Cosplay is a mix of two words, it's costume and play, and you choose a character from a video game, uh, an anime, a comic, and then you recreate that character's appearance in your own body and then uh, generally you would like have a photo shoot and take pictures as if you were the character so, well this is the material I'm gonna be using so I'm just gonna lay it it's quite similar the way people see cosplay to the way people see gaming it's like you're a freak because they think oh it's weird it's obscure 
because PlayStation is another hobby, and I think it's like a very healthy hobby because you could be spending your money on, I don't know, doing drugs or something, but you are spending money on fabric, so <laughs> you don't really have money for other things. When I was little, I got introduced to gaming by my sisters. One of the first ones we played was Final Fantasy VIII. I was too young to even hold a controller, so it was my sister playing for us, and then my sister and I would just sit next to her and watch her play. Final Fantasy is a series of games, and they've been going on for a really long time. I'm 24, and when I was very little, they released Final Fantasy VIII. So you can guess how long it has been going on. It's quite fantasy-based. You usually have things like magic, for example, flying airships. Um, you have monsters outside. It really depends on the game, if it's like medieval fantasy, if it's like sci-fi fantasy but there's usually a crystal that is the source of all like life and power. It's fantasy, yes, but you can also connect to it because it's a lot about friendship, about getting strong, about finding your own strength and about being a hero. So I've just logged in and um, uh, my character is currently in Kugane, which is one of the main cities they've added in the uh, recent like, expansion, which is Stormblood. Gaming for me is one of the like most important hobbies in my life. Part of the reason why I can speak English is thanks to gaming, because most of the games that arrive in Spain, the voices are in English. So playing so many games when I was growing up helped me pick up the accent, pick up like how to pronounce certain words. So it is Almost thanks to gaming that I can say I am bilingual in English. Also, some of my best friends I've met online. It helped me connect with so many good people and make so many good memories and met the person that I think I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So it was all basically thanks to gaming. If, if I didn't have that, um, then I wouldn't have been able to meet Sam. I've just logged in and basically as, as soon as I logged in, there were people from my free company saying, hey, Lala, hello, hello, like sending hearts and stuff. So just kind of like welcoming. I'm going to say hello as well. Two years ago, I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and I joined an Epsi, which is a group of people. It's kind of like a mini community in the game. So I started being friends with this girl called Lyanna and she introduced me to this cat girl, like my character, called Scarlet. I tend to play girls in most games because a lot of developers put a lot more effort into the female characters and they do tend to just look better on the whole, probably because they're aiming to make guys want to play. <laughs> If I play a male character, I'm going to end up just looking like um, a big metal ball most of the time. I remember him and a couple of other friends were incredibly good. So I was like, who is this person? Oh my God. 
when we first met, um, Lala was very new to the game at the time, and I was in a position where, like, I'd already gone through a sort of thing before where someone newer had joined, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, because they're all, like, good, friendly people, but then um, it doesn't go how they imagine because it's someone new and they've got all the experience and yada, 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 and then they turned to me because I was, like, the leader of our raid group, and they're like, kick them out, please, and I'm like... What? Why are you putting all this on me? You're all the ones that did it. So my first impressions were like, oh God, I'm going to have to go through this again. Sam was the raid leader of his group and they had an opening. Some people from like his group said, hey, why don't you just ask Lala to join us? Sam was a bit like, hey guys, sure, we're going to have to train her or something. And they were like, yeah, yeah, sure. After a few days, they were like, oh, maybe she's not that good. So Sam was like, you know what, guys? You guys invited her, so we're going to train her. When we started raiding together, we started talking a lot more. Um, she was still fairly new to the game, and um, I learned how like hard she was willing to try to like do things, and she wasn't doing any of it for herself. She was doing it to try and like not hold her friends back. I was practicing basically every day with Sam. It's like, we can do this. If it wasn't for him, I probably would have just given up. I would just be like, this is too hard. I can't do this. Um, there is a lot you can learn about a person and just little sort of experiences like that where you can see like their personality shine. You can see all of that, like whether they're in front of you or not, really. When I started talking to him, I was really curious to how he looked. I had my friend on Facebook and she had him added on Facebook. I was like, I'm going to have a cheeky look. I did have a look and I was like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> But you added me on Facebook. Yeah. I saw Lars like, bloody hell, she's a hot cosplayer girl. <laughs> <laughs> we started like bonding, just talking about things that weren't just the game. This happened to me at uni or this happened to me at work or I'm feeling down today or... I went through a point where I had some stuff going on and um, at that time she was sort of the only person there talking to me and it was within a couple of days I told her a lot of stuff about me a lot of stuff I wouldn't tell most people and then like within the next couple of days we were playing together getting on really really well and just from playing with her I started more and more noticing I wanted to play with her more than anyone else etc and just like slowly realizing that I liked her really he started fancying me before I did so he was the one kind of like chasing me, being like, oh, it's because you're so cute. Oh, it's because you're so nice. Very difficult to flirt an online game. I think the main way is just like, you show them more attention than you show other people. Or maybe yeah. like, I'm walking up to her in game and like doing slash hug a lot and making my character hug her. So I remember there was a point when I was like, you know, it's, it's really confusing because I never know if you actually mean these things or not. And he was like, I'm just playing. But he wasn't playing. And he was like, if I ever get feelings for you, then I will let you know so we can stop it before it, like, it develops into anything. He just really wanted to not make me feel uncomfortable. Before that, whenever a guy would like obviously hit on me, I'd be like, eh, okay, I don't really want to talk to you anymore. When Sam was playfully hitting on me, I never really felt uncomfortable because he was being really respectful about it. He wasn't just saying it for the sake of pleasing me. He actually saw me as a person.
there was a moment where I made a joke about something and he took it the wrong way and he got a bit upset. I think we'd been playing PvP together and she just killed me or something. There was something that happened and I had to log out very quickly of the game and I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. He was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have to go now. And then I was like feeling, oh, I think I really upset him. I wouldn't normally just suddenly log out or anything. I'd normally always try to find time to say goodbye. And she's just killed me and then I suddenly log out. So she thought I've become really offended by it. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> yeah. And then I called my friends, Lion and Natrak, and I called them and started crying. And then my friend was like, are you sure you don't like him? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That was probably one of the first times I actually considered, I really like this guy. Like, I'm not just upset because my friend is upset with me. I am upset because Sam, especially Sam, is upset. But I guess it helped me realize, oh, I actually really like this guy. This was something very new for me. I live in Spain. He lives in the UK. How is this going to work? How are we going to make this work? Does this ever actually work? I talked about it with my friend Lina. She was telling me, if you really like him, go for it because I think you will really regret it if you say no just because you're scared. Give it a go. On the 9th of May, he was like, um, do you want to be my girlfriend? Because I really like you. And I said, yes. We were talking basically every day. You're not really physically together and you need to find a way around it. So we'd be like, right, let's put on Netflix. And then on the count of three, then you need to press play. That, that is something so like typical of our relationship when we're not together going, three, two, one, wait, start again because it it, it's buffering, it's not working, like... After we officially started dating in May, the next step was we have to meet up. Like, we, we can't just stay like this forever. Um, so we finally met in November. There was a concert in London. It's basically Final Fantasy music played by an orchestra. It meant a lot for us. This was happening in, at the beginning of November. And it was incredibly hard for us to wait for so long to actually be able to see each other. I decided I was going to stay for a couple of weeks so we could like meet and hang out, be able to hold his hand and be able to see his face, not through a camera lens, but with my own eyes. We deserve to have those days together to just, you know, just, just be as a couple and not with Netflix buffering. <laughs> I told my friends, oh, well, I'm going to meet him. This is happening. They were like, oh, that's so romantic. Some other people, they were not agreeing with it that much because they were scared. Because how do you know he's not like catfishing you? How do you know he's not actually a really old man who is going to kidnap you or something like that? And it's like, I made sure to explain, listen, it wasn't anything dangerous or anything strange. When I first met him, like, 
met him in person. He came to pick me up at the airport. I had a, an awful day because I actually missed my flight. They stopped me at customs and then I got to the gate and they literally closed the gate on my face and I just started crying. Oh God, the first flight. She missed her first flight. I remember still the morning we were finally going to see each other and I answered the phone to her crying down the phone. And because of this happened, I had all the people like, catfish, catfish. I was like, this is not how it is. <laughs> Everyone was like, Sam, she's not showing up because she's a dude and she's old. <laughs> it's a catfish. Luckily, my brother-in-law, he was able to get me tickets for that day. So I could fly just like a couple of hours after that. When I landed there, I was like, okay, this is real. This is happening. I was so nervous. <laughs> I had to like just stop, like go to the bathroom, be like, all right, I can do this. Brush my hair a bit, because obviously after like being at the airport all day, crying, I just need a moment to just like calm down, compose myself. I remember running to him and like dropping my bags. And then, yeah, hugged for an hour. Yeah, Not quite. but for a really, really long time. I remember just being there, breathing in, like smelling, finally being able to actually feel his warmth. I didn't want to let go. I felt like I was hugging him for all those months that I hadn't been able to like hug him. Mm. You remember what was the first thing I told you? That I was very tall. <laughs> and I told you that you were very short. <laughs> I think being in real life was a really nice experience. It's like, it almost gives you a chance to fall in love with them all over again. The first week I was staying in London with him, and then the last few days uh, we actually came down to Ashford because he really wanted me to meet his family, to like see the place where he, he grew up. His family has made me feel so comfortable as well and so welcome. This is a picture we took at a arcade in the Namco Arcade in London. Uh, this was taken like on my first trip when we first uh, met in person. Um, we we just just wanted to have like a couple of fun pictures. Um, so this is like one of Sam's favorites. So this is why he put it there. And yeah, this is um, obviously I had to go back because I had uni. I had work. I remember crying so much for like two days while I was still here because like, it's such a horrible feeling like think, thinking I, I can't be with him anymore or I have to wait and I don't know when I'm going to be able to see him again like I would basically like do anything to be able to see him every weekend um, it would like made me really really happy so our first like step after this was right when are we going to see each other again I think having a set date helps a lot cope with like the distance oh same time again i usually play on pc so the controls a bit different because i play with keyboard and mouse but um we couldn't really set it up on this so I could play the same. So for now, I'm just trying out playing with con uh, controller, which I'm not that great at. No, you're I'm, doing I'm well. trying. You're I'm doing trying. Well. Yeah. Gaming 
It is a very important part of our relationship, what we are, because it is a tool that helps us connect. It is something that we can do together. And I think it's always nice to have a shared hobby with your special one. Yeah. Our last PlayStation is now taking off. Yeah, it is about to take off. Please uh, put on your seatbelts. Being able to like play online helps us have like a you know, a normal relationship. Just spend time together as a couple. Share that experience of gaming. Right, so we have appeared in the game. We are in a map surrounded by water and sand. <laughs> <laughs> this is called the Ruby Sea. Um, it's quite a cool map. It was like the first proper map in the game which I did where you could um, actually swim in the game. Yeah. Having an online relationship. Obviously, has its cons, <laughs> not being able to be the person you love. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's, it's got such a special feeling to it. And I think it makes us understand the real value of being with that person. See, this is like our new house. I'm going to just... That we, that we got great. not that long ago. Yeah. And we've like decorated and stuff. I'll just float nice. in the water while we have a look around our house on Lala's screen. Being apart for so long, when you are together, it feels even more special. It almost feels like oh, like your first date all the time, you know. Like I feel like a lot of this, a lot of this content is fun to do on your own, but I feel Lala. like being able. Yeah. Do you have mana shift? I. Um, not for me, for the healer. I know. <laughs> uh, no, you're not the healer. Where are you? We you? keep going back and forth between oh, potential yeah. plans for the future at the moment. Like, we've um, laid out a few ideas where we might, like, go around travelling and stuff. Basically, as soon as possible, like, we want to, like, meet up and yeah, be, be together. together. So you've got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. Okay, man. <laughs> ah. Are you catching? Yes. Okay, good. You want to go? So, Pokemon Go is, like... It's a Pokemon game. Um, it's an augmented reality game, so it takes like where you are around you, uh, uses Google Maps to do it, um, and Pokemon can appear around you. Um, so we are catching some Wismas, which are very common Pokemon that are literally everywhere, but we catch them because um, when you have. In the meantime, we have uh, a lot of stuff like that we can do together, especially video game wise, that we're both looking forward to a lot in the future Lots as well. Lots of cool games coming out we're yeah. going to play together. And more Final Fantasy patches too. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, can you hold my phone for a second? I can indeed. Put this in my pocket and actually. This is where I play with two hands. <laughs> I have to play with two hands quite often sometimes like a Pokemon appears nearby but Lala's not ready to go out and I can be ready to go out in like two seconds and she chucks me her phone and she's like run sir run <laughs> he's got longer legs I have tiny legs so I can't get yeah. there that fast whenever yeah. I'm running too fast for her she's like wait for me I have little legs <laughs> I do have little legs <laughs> and there's a cheer dude I'm probably not gonna get it because I didn't do a very good throw <laughs> Uh, This episode of Fresh Eyes was brought to you by Selfridges Broadcast Channel, Hot Air, as part of their summer 2018 IC campaign, exploring different ways of seeing. It was a Radio Wolfgang production and featured Lala Lopez and Sam McKee. The assistant producer was Cormac McAuliffe, 
The sound designer was Ivor Manley. It was produced and edited by Holly Aquilina and L. Scott, and the executive producer was Ellie Di Martino. Special thanks to Holly Bennett and Lauren Bradley. Thank you.